We are back. Well, I'm back. Terry and Gary's Low Expectations Podcast, episode number 60. We made it. We made it to 60. Sometimes with Terry, sometimes without. But we're here nonetheless, and we have a great show today. I have a great show. I'm going to keep reiterating that to Terry, that I have a great show today because uh, he had some more plans he couldn't help to get out of. So he's back on the road again doing his thing, and we will see him again shortly, hopefully. Um, anyways, want to talk real quick about the Mineral Pop Fest coming up here. It's coming up soon, September 17th and 18th. It is my annual show here. we got Doug Jones, star of Star Trek. Uh, Hellboys, Abe Sapien, Billy Butcherson, and uh, um, uh, the other movie, I can't think of the movie, Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four, James O'Barr, uh, creator of The Crow, Tim Jacobus, a bunch of Power Rangers. We have some IWR wrestlers. It's going to be a great time. I cannot wait to show this to you and get us back into the world a little bit that we've been missing so much. Uh, so uh, there goes that spiel. We're done with the Monroe Pop Fest for the day. Uh, besides the tickets on the bottom, MonroePopFest.com backslash tickets. What I really want to talk about is our IWR. I know Insane Wrestling Revolution number six that we had just uh, August 26th. It was a great card. We had some some amazing response. Some of the some of the best matches we've had so far, and uh, I think it's only going to get better. Uh, I think it's you guys are you guys are amazing for coming out and supporting us every every other month when we have the shows, and it, it means a lot to us. So thank you so much, uh, Lafayette, Indiana, in the building. What's good, fam? Robert Brown, what's up? Sean Woolley, morning brother, what's up, Sean? How you doing, man? Uh, we have a guest today, but uh, we're going to get to him in a second. Let's recap IWR6. Uh, three VIP matches this time. Uh, amazing matches we had. We had the Mysterious Movado defeating Impact Sam Beal. Uh, he had Ox at the ring with them. A great match. Movado um, is an amazing luchador. And Sam Beal is an up-and-coming Impact superstar, I think. So uh, we got to keep an eye on him. Hey, where Rhino at? Hey, good question, Robert. No, uh, he is on the road. So we will... Get at him, get at him too. But he does, he does have a message we'll share with you later on today. Um, then the VIP match number two, Nate Bach, the, one of the game changers, the wild card with his buddy Kyle came down to the ring and he was defeated by Clucky. And it was a actually a surprising victory. Two minutes, it was a quick match. Clucky won. Sorry, Nate. And Nate's, Nate's problems only got worse, so keep an eye on that. Uh, VIP match number three, we had The Bachelor, Ben Boone. Didn't give his rose out because he's tired of people rejecting him, but he did get the win versus Kenny Urban. Uh, another great match. And three special matches for our VIPs this time. Uh, something you guys don't get in a lot of other indie shows is extra matches, especially three of them with a great card like that. So uh, it was a good time. Uh, tickets are on sale for next one, October 14th, right now at purplepath.com backslash IWR7. And then we get to the main card. The main card was... We had a write-up from a wrestling promotion, a wrestling uh, journalist, and he said it was the best thing he's seen since SummerSlam. So that was a really, 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 really meant a lot to us. So we had Impact Superstars Trey versus Impact Superstar Diener from Violent by Design, and Trey took the win. And uh, amazing show of respect. The guys were great to each other. Such good chemistry. But Trey came through with the win. And Trey, by now, I believe he's 5-0 in IWR, so keep an eye on that. Trey Miguel, 5-0 in IWR right now, undefeated. So we'll see how, how long that streak can keep going. Then we had a DTA with our man Johnny Bravo, the mouth of Monroe. He came down with the ringside with DTA, and they got the big victory over MM3 and DBA. So uh, it was a great match. DTA, they're, they're phenomenal. MM3, DBA, those guys always, always, always get the crowd going. So. We had a brief intermission. Then we had uh, one of our two main events. I'm skipping the match. We'll talk about later. 
Then we had the intermission. One of our two main events featured Red Wing great four-time or Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty in his IWR in-ring debut facing chin-strap Jesus, Kyle Barrett. And he had Nate Bach at his side again. We had uh, Darren had uh, Eddie Venom come down with him, which was a, a nice surprise. And uh, then we also had uh, Bronco McCart, world champion, WO world champion boxer, came down to the ring to be our special outside the ring enforcer. Because with Nate Bach and the Game Chasers, you never know if you're going to need an enforcer. We got uh, another question here. Hey, awesome time. Can't wait for October. Thank you, Patrick. I love seeing you at every show. We appreciate you coming down, man. And then we got a great match. Darren looked, I don't know, Darren was impressive as hell to me in the ring. He looked great. He had the crowd going. Uh, uh, if you guys think that he wasn't as wrong, world, this was Worlds Collide, and he's definitely showed you guys he is in his element. He is in his world. And he defeated Chinstrap decisively with a great victory. He got the crowd involved. We had outside slaps from fans beating up Chinstrap. So everybody got a little piece of Chinstrap. Nate Bach tried to interject himself into the uh, match, and uh, the enforcer, Bronco McCart, gave him a one-punch knockout like he's done in the ring so many times before, and Nate was down for the count, one, two, three, and so was Chinstrap. Darren McCarty picks up the victory. And then we get to our other main event. Awesome match. Uh, Connor versus Rhino in an extreme ECW rules hardcore match. Connor stated out the last time he was here in July that Rhino has never beat him in the WWE, and he's not going to beat him in Monroe at IWR. So the match was made, Extreme Rules, ECW Rules, and it was phenomenal. I mean, just tables, or not tables, but chairs, and uh, just everything. I'd love to show you a piece of it, but we'll show you a piece of that, uh, that match later. It was an amazing match. Rhino and Connor are always, always crowd favorites. Oh, I mean, former WWE superstars, current pro wrestling superstars. So it, it was just amazing. It was awesome to watch Rhino and Connor go at it. But we had a, a little friend came down to the to the ring. Uh, this friend is our guest today, and we'll talk more about his match when he uh, we, we bring him on here. We're also super excited to bring you, well, not King Conan, but King Logan, the Dread King, King Logan. How you doing, Dread King? Thanks for joining us. Who, who are you calling little? Uh, <laughs> you're our little friend. Yeah. <laughs> not much little here, bud. I uh, know you're you're a big superstar on the rise, and we are excited to have you here. And I appreciate that. Oh, my, my assistant just brought me something to drink, so that's okay. Get that. I got my cheap three day old coffee right here. You know, I do the diet pop tea. Can't do the coffee, but you are the dread king, so you can do whatever you want. You are right. Oh man, I'm I'm never right. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, well, sometimes we always make mistakes. <laughs> well, let's get right into it, man. I, I, I loved having you at the IWR last couple, uh, last couple events. We're looking forward to the next one in October. Tickets on sale now, promopass.com backslash IWR7. And uh, let's just let's talk about Logan, man. King Logan, what defines King Logan? Man, I'm glad you asked that question. But let me, to answer your question, let me ask you a question, Gary. What do you think scares people the most in life? I mean, there's no wrong answer. Everyone has their answer, and I have one that works for me. But I'm kind of curious what you think would scare people the most in life. I think failing and uncertainty. See, me, I think it's hard work. The reason I say hard work is you don't see many people doing it nowadays, or they're lazy. I'm going to describe my day to you so you understand exactly what I mean by hard work, okay? 
2.30 rolls around, I get in my car and I drive to my job and I white knuckle it because I have to deal with people on the road. I get to the job, I clock in, I put in my eight, nine hours in a grimy warehouse, but the whole time I'm there, all I'm thinking about is wrestling, Gary. Non-stop, I'm putting matches in my head together. I'm thinking, how can I beat someone like Rhino again? How can I beat someone like Connor again? So then I clock out. It's maybe 12.30, 1 a.m. in the morning. I get home, but I'm wired. You would think I'm tired, but I'm, I'm wired, Gary. This is my day-to-day, -day, every day. I'm wired because I've been wrestling all day in my mind. But 3 a.m. hits, and I finally shut my eyes. But it's a blink. It's a blink, and it's 9 a.m. again. And you'd think I'd be dead tired, but I'm not. I'm excited, Gary. I'm excited to get up because life is coming at me and I'm putting hard work in to make myself better. So now I wake up, I stretch, I crack all my bones and I go downstairs and I make my first meal of the day, Gary. You know what that is? It's a bagel with a little bit of butter and some jam on it because I like it sweet. I go downstairs in my basement and I have a conversation with the weights. I look at the dumbbells and I say, who's gonna win today? And I want them to win every time because that means I'm putting hard work in and I'm never achieving something I can't reach when it comes to lifting weights. It defines you. It lets you know where you stand as a man or a woman or whoever you are. It lets you stand alone in that exact moment. So after I'm defeated, I go up and I have my other meal of the day, my second meal, because I got to eat on a schedule to maintain my body. I have to put that hard work in. Gary, I used to weigh 300 pounds. Now I weigh 213. So I put the hard work in there. So after I do the hard work and I eat the food, I want a cup of coffee. So I'll walk down like I did this morning to my local gas station. It's a grimy little hole in the wall. It's not nice, it's disgusting. But I'll dust the dust off the top of that three-day-old coffee and I'll drink it because I earned it. Because it makes me tougher, it makes me stronger, Gary. I feel like I earned that cup of coffee. You know what that's like to be a working man and yeah, you yeah. go to a gas station and you grab that cup of coffee and you're like, huh, I don't know if I should drink this, but I'm going to because I need it that day. Most people wake up in the morning, they put their cush little robe on, they go downstairs, they hit their Keurig and they drink that single serving comfort coffee. That's what they do. Single Not serving me. comfort coffee, I like it. That's that single serving glass of coffee and they burn their lip every time because they're soft, Gary. What I do makes me hard. I get in the ring with guys like Rhino, Connor, Tommy Dreamer, because I'm hard and I can withstand that type of punishment. Now, I smoke every opportunity down to the filter because then I don't leave my future to chance, Gary. So when you ask me what defines the Dread King Logan, I would say hard work, Gary. What do you think? I think, I think it's gotta be hard work. I'm not gonna argue with the Dread King Logan. Uh, you've nope. your actions in the ring has spoke for themselves. The hard work has definitely paid off and just your dominance so far. When you get in the ring, what's your mindset? You go right at the guy. I mean, before the bell even, and you're just, you're destroying them from bell to bell and destroy. Uh, what goes into that? Is that the, is that the three day old coffee or what, what is that? Man, you answered your question yourself. You said destroy. That's all I want to do. I want to create beautiful art and then destroy it afterwards. That's my goal. Look, okay. You take a guy like Rod Lee, he's sitting in the ring. Before I come out, he has his feet up on the ropes. He's kicking it back. He's relaxing. When I come out, I'm focused. I'm ready for the fight. He wasn't ready. Come on, if you have your feet kicked up on the ropes, are you ready for all of this? 
I'm bringing every bit of hate and anger I have inside in that exact moment in that ring. Because that's what I need. You can't be, you can't be a professional wrestler like I am if you don't take what you have and use it to. Yeah, you, de you definitely showed that. Um, you, you did face, that was one of the matches we didn't talk about. You faced Rod Lee. It was, I mean, a 30-second melee of destruction. Uh, and we had a special guest come out to the ring that we had no idea that was going to be there, but he wanted to be there to see you especially. And uh, that was the franchise Shane Douglas. So what, what, that what was. about that? Listen, Shane and I actually have a past. Shane and I have had a match before. And I'm going to be honest, I beat him. I beat him with his own maneuver. The beautiful belly-to-belly -belly suplex. That is the most amazing move ever created, and it will put any man down. And I think I earned Shane's respect that day. And now for him to come out and to tell me that he sees something in me, that he sees that shark to blood that I'm lacking, for Shane Douglas to tell you you're lacking something, you take notice and you listen. You elevate yourself. You rise up. And as soon as he said I was lacking that shark to blood instinct, I had to show him. I had to go on the attack. Now, I might be a king, but a king always needs somebody to kind of guide them sometimes. And Shane Douglas is the dirtiest player in the game. And I'm going to take every bit of knowledge that man gives me, and I'm going to use it, and I'm going to twist it, and I'm going to grind it until it becomes what I need to use to win every time. Well, that that brings us to our uh, our main event that we didn't discuss. Um, it was Connor versus Rhino in a ECW Hardcore Extreme Rules match, and then uh, you and Shane came to the ring. Damn right we did. What was that about? What what was that? What was what was your mindset in interjecting <laughs> in their ring? So before that match, Shane looks at me and he goes, "You want to make an impact?" And I said, "Yeah." What's your idea? And he said. You ever heard the story about when you go to jail, you find the biggest guy in the yard and you fight him to make your stance? And I said, I feel what you're saying. And he said, well, there's two of the biggest guys in the yard right now out there in that ring beating each other up. Go out there and make your stance. Show them who you are. And I chose to go out there and make my stance. And I think I did pretty damn good, don't you think, Gary? You're pretty damn good. Uh, actually, let's show a clip of that match right now. Let's do that. It was it was something else here. Let me find that clip and let's play it right now. Come on, Logan, it's your time. Get up. It's
that doesn't show the end of the match because the end of the match, which I don't have a clip of, by the way, has you pinning Connor one, two, three to become the main event winner. Uh, I, I wish I had that clip on me, but I wanted to show that clip because it showed the extreme brutality of the match. Uh, just some of it. Just some of it. I mean, there were some hard bumps in that match throughout the, the entire duration. And they Who got hard. They got harder once King Logan came out there. You damn right they did. But uh, it, it it amazed me to hear the crowd's reaction. Uh, it, it actually Here, shouldn't be me. I am. But I've seen it before with you, and it's 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 going to get tearing up. I'm tearing up the independent scene right now, Gary. I think so. I think so. You're tearing up IWR. Don't think. No, I am. You got to know I am. Well, Everyone you, I knows. know you are. That's right. The well, king let's, let's, said so. Here's the thing. I'm tearing up the independent scene right now for a reason, because I'm guiding myself to something bigger and better and stronger. That's what we all should be doing. Why is everybody not putting their best in? Why is everybody not working as hard as I am? You know what? It makes it easier for me, Gary, because I'm working my ass off to be more than I can be every day. And if I got to step on a few people to get to that place, then I'm going to do it. Shane is guiding me to the light, to the promised land. And if I got to get through Tommy Dreamer and I got to get through Rhino, then I'm going to break those men in half. I'm going to do everything in my ability to get to that position. Shane sees something in me. You heard the crowd. Yeah. They want to see the king destroy. And the king. Even has, their heroes. Like, yeah, even their heroes. Because Rhino is a fan favorite in Monroe. So that was, it was. It was something to see. We got a few more uh, questions here or comments I want to get to real quick. Uh, Patrick Mendez, doors, chairs, and Legos. Yes, sir. How about doors, chairs, and Logan? <laughs> doors, chairs, and Logan. Uh, hi, Gary. Uh, Kyle Collison. Yo, that's dope. Dread King. What up, Kyle? Uh, Rita Doobie. Uh, Dread King. Good morning. What's so good about it? Uh, that 3DO coffee. Awesome show, Logan. What's it like having Legend franchise? Well, we just talked about that, but if uh, he wants to say a quick word about it, he can say a quick word about it. What's it like waking up and standing next to greatness every day? That's what it's like. Uh, that, that's, that's the best way to describe it. Uh, who and what's your inspiration? Your hard work certainly paid off. Keep up. Keep you. I think he's inspired by his own hard work, Rita. So, uh, Zach Thomas, MS. Right behind me. <laughs> Midwest scum. Midwest scum. You can tell everybody what that is if you want to real quick. The Midwest scum is basically an alliance between grimy Zach Thomas, the 24-7 Devil's best friend Mitch Hewitt, and the Dread King Logan. We run as a tag team, and we basically destroy everybody. No leaders, just a group of guys that beat people up for fun. Sounds fun. It is very fun. <laughs> the creator, Zach Thomas, again, the creator, the destroyer, shark to bite instinct. Zach, it's shark to blood instinct. Shark to blood. Oh, man. Somebody might be out of your crew. <laughs> Ryan Mahoney, that was a great show. We loved it. The Brain Jerk Entertainment, those guys were there all day. We appreciate it. You're welcome. You uh, Michelle Evans, good morning. Where's my rhino? I, I asked the same thing. You know, we never know. We have a sign that Soon. says, rhino. Soon mounted on my wall. So, oh, another head on the wall says, uh, and Sean Woolley, it's really strange doing cardio and hear Logan talk shit. Then do it harder. Uh, <laughs> and if it's weird, you ain't doing it right. All right. So 
that was some comments and questions we had. Uh, I said, it's we don't want to keep you too long because I know the morning gets away from us and we got a lot of shit to do. Uh, Sean Wade did say, yes, sir. So listen to the man, Dak Thomas. Whoops. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that shark to blood. Now, what is that? What is that shark to blood to you? You know, I've been actually pondering that. Honest truth, pondering that for the last week. And I think what Shane's trying to tell me is, even when a man's down, he's still dangerous. You don't know what could happen. You need to make impacts every time you're in that ring. You need to destroy and put people down for good. You need to let that crowd know that you're serious, that you are a true professional wrestler in the sport of professional wrestling. What I do in that ring, it's realer than you know. And when I get in there, everyone is in awe because they have no idea what I'm going to do. And now that I have shark to blood instinct, I'm going to tear people apart. I'm not going to stop until they're not moving. Shane, Shane, thank you because you're unlocking something, something I knew I had, but now it's definitely showing through. Well, this brings us to our October 14th uh, main event at the FOP Hall, Insane Wrestling Revolution 7. Get it out here. Let's go. Main evented by none other than our man, the Dread King Logan, teaming up with the franchise Shane Douglas, and they're taking on Monroe's own man beast, Rhino, and his tag team partner, Tommy Dreamer. I mean, (sighs) three hardcore legends, ECW legends, and one. One, I don't know what you even want to call it, one king. One king. One hardcore king. So that's going to be the October 14th uh, main event. We have some other great matches scheduled for the slate. Where I can't announce them right now, but we're going to announce them soon. But we have some some great surprises coming up for you. Uh, let's see. Dread King Logan. I did have a text from uh, Rhino while we were sitting here. He wishes he could be there. But he wanted to tell you that he looks forward to finishing what you and Shane Douglas started. Oh, okay. Well, I think it sounds like he wants to finish you guys. Him and Tommy Man. want to finish you guys. So what do you do you have anything to say to him? I'm gonna to retort to that, definitely. Yeah. Rhino, Tommy Dreamer, listen to me. Look me in the eyes as I say this. You and Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, are gonna walk into Monroe with your chest held high, the kings of Monroe, thinking that you are the stuff, the heroes of the people, and you're gonna step into that ring. And you're going to stand across from the Dread King Logan and the dirtiest player in the game, the franchise Shane Douglas. And we're going to go to war, bud. I Trust me, we're going to go to war. And when the smoke settles and everything clears, Tommy Dreamer and Rhino will be crawling to the back with their tails between their legs as the Dread King and Shane Douglas stand victorious and claim that ring as their new kingdom at IWR. See, Tommy Dreamer and Rhino, you guys came up in this together. But Shane Douglas and the Dread King, we're going to let you fall together. How's that, Gary? Well, that seems like a pretty good message to me. And I can't think of a better way to end the show except for to get your tickets now for October 14th, IWR7 at www.purplepass.com backslash IWR7 and see if indeed the Dread King Logan and Shane Douglas can become the fall of Rhino and Tommy Dreamer. Thanks can I coming. say, I'm going to say one more thing. You go, you Fans, go. if you want to come up to me and you say I deserve this, don't say that. If you want to impress me, tell me I earned it. Tell me you earned it. Hard work 
Dread King Logan. We thank you. We'll see you soon. Drink that coffee. And uh, I don't know what else to say, but goodbye, man. Thanks for joining us. Always. We're out of here. <laughs>